This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Sound the gifting panic alarm. We've all been there. You need to find the perfect gift. You have absolutely zero ideas and you don't know where to start. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Just answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Imagine pages of artisan espresso mugs for the coffee connoisseur in your life. Or for the pickleballer, customized paddle covers in every shade imaginable. Etsy's got you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. FDA considers virus vaccine. They'll debate it, they'll discuss it, and then they'll vote. The pandemic's deadliest day. People are in ventilators, people dying. It doesn't end. Investigation into Joe Biden's son. This federal investigation into his taxes. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. It's a key day of decision at the Food and Drug Administration. The Pfizer coronavirus vaccine is poised to get approval for emergency use, meaning the first shots to try to quell the raging pandemic in this country could begin next week. It is a big day for our country. FDA Commissioner Dr. Stephen Hahn on CBS This Morning says advisors and experts are about to weigh in. They will make recommendations to us today. We'll incorporate that, and we hope shortly thereafter to make our own decision. In New York City, CBS's Nikki Batiste has more on the effort to roll out the vaccine. Mount Sinai Hospital hopes to be able to administer up to 50 COVID vaccines every hour. Susan Mashney is the vice president for the Mount Sinai Health System. How many vaccines do you expect in this first round? We hope to get in the thousands. She says frontline workers in the ER and ICU will receive the first doses. As well as people like the environmental service workers, workers that provide food service. It's expected UPS will deliver the delicate vials to the eastern part of the country, while FedEx tackles the west. Yesterday was the deadliest day in the pandemic so far in the U.S. with more than 3,100 deaths. That's more than 9-11, more than Pearl Harbor. CBS's David Begno has more from Southern California. In Los Angeles County, the overwhelming loss of life brought public health director Barbara Ferrer to tears. Over 8,000 people who were beloved members of their families are not coming back. Nationwide, COVID hospitalizations are at their highest levels ever, up nearly 80% in just the last month. 
Providence St. Mary in Apple Valley, California. There's a tent set up outside to triage those COVID patients arriving. And the lobby is now an inpatient COVID unit because they've run out of room. We have 60 patients holding in our emergency department that are waiting for beds inside the hospital. COVID patients are now being treated in rooms that are usually reserved for pediatric patients. It's very hard and it's our reality right now. Like we are holding people's hands on their last breaths every day. And then there's the work of Father Michael Lewis, a Roman Catholic priest in El Paso, Texas, which has been overwhelmed recently with coronavirus hospitalizations. He is so busy giving last rights to COVID patients who are dying that his bishop recently told him it is your full-time job. I realize that I'm the last person that's going to see this person alive. As much as I would like to stay there and be with them as they breathe their last, I can't because there are other patients to see. Here's the latest on a new coronavirus relief bill. Lawmakers have given themselves more time to negotiate. The House has passed a one-week extension of government funding, and the Senate is likely to go along before midnight Friday. That sets up a December 18th deadline to approve a new overall spending bill and a package of stimulus to help companies and workers brutalized by the pandemic. Well, there's new focus on President-elect Biden's son, Hunter. CBS's Stephen Portnoy tells us he's the subject of a federal investigation. The president-elect son says the top federal prosecutor in Delaware has informed his attorney that his, quote, tax affairs are under investigation. Aides say President-elect Biden is, quote, deeply proud of his son who has fought through difficult challenges only to emerge stronger. Hunter Biden has a history of business dealings in several countries. Federal regulators joined by most states have filed a major antitrust lawsuit against Facebook. They believe that the tech industry has grown so powerful and so rich, in part by being illegal monopolies. That's what this lawsuit is all about. Ian Schur of CNET says Google, Amazon and Apple are also getting more scrutiny. President-elect Biden has said the breakup of tech giants should be considered. The Census Bureau reports Asian-American households saw the largest income growth of any racial or ethnic group in the U.S. over the past decade and a half, nearly 8 percent. It was up 6 percent for Latinos. Washington State and Oregon were the states with the largest growth in median household income. More than six months after the death of George Floyd at the hands of Minneapolis police, the department's budget has undergone some big changes. CBS's Jennifer Kuyper. The Minneapolis City Council has voted to move nearly $8 million from the 2021 police budget to other city services, including alternative policing and mental health crisis teams. Avoided was a showdown with the mayor over police staffing levels, with language being removed that would have cut some 140 officers. President-elect Biden says Lloyd Austin is the right person for the job at the right moment. Austin, a retired Army general, is the choice for defense secretary in the new administration. I come to this with military experience, to be sure, but also with a deep appreciation and reverence for the prevailing wisdom of civilian control of our military. Austin's only been a civilian for four years, and a congressional waiver would be needed for him to become the nation's first African-American defense secretary. California Congressman Eric Swalwell's office tells Axios News he told the FBI about a Chinese woman who entered the U.S. in 2011 as a student and cozied up to him and other politicians in an apparent bid to get government intelligence. It's not clear if the Democrat had an intimate relationship with the woman, but intelligence officials say she did with at least two Midwestern mayors 
A SpaceX Mars prototype with no one on board exploded in a big ball of flames when it came in for a test landing in Texas. Our space consultant Bill Harwood says it was more than just a fiery failure. This was a very productive test flight for SpaceX despite the explosion that came at the end. While the Starship prototype was destroyed, engineers say the data they collected between launch and landing will be used to improve the next Starship prototype that's already being assembled. In Brainerd, Minnesota, a random act of kindness at a Dairy Queen drive through turned into a two-and-a-half-day event. It started when a man paid for his food and covered the bill for the people in the car behind him. The pay-it-forward lasted for about 900 more cars. The store manager says it has happened before but usually fizzles after 15 to 20. Up for auction, a sleepover at the world's most famous toy store. It's been a kid's dreamland for decades. Tom Hanks took a big turn at a giant keyboard there. Now, FAO Schwartz and Airbnb are offering one family of four the chance to hold a sleepover at FAO Schwartz in New York City. They'll hold an online lottery next Tuesday for a chance to row miles of toys and candy mazes under the watchful, socially distanced eyes of the living toy soldiers. The price would hardly pay for an FAO Barbie. $25 a night. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Dream come true for Treshawn Willis, a football scholarship to Lamar University. Willis is a high school quarterback and linebacker with one arm. The Iowa athlete who plays basketball, too, says he hopes to inspire others. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds, but none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Varian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them and not the man pulling the strings. Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground, and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life... You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. 
Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.